0: of his face, and like half of his... It looks like half of the his whole body is paralyzed. I mean, oh, that's, what, that's usually what happens with a stroke. So, it's... I mean, I don't know yeah. how he stroked out, but <clears throat> it was... He still did work after that, huh. because he was the voice of Emperor Palpatine Oh, in the Clone Wars, the cartoon, the Star Wars yeah. cartoon, and that was in 2013.
1: Huh. Okay.
0: And then huh. he appeared in Thanks. the Fox live rendition of Rocky Horror Picture Show he was in the chair (laughs) and that makes sense why he didn't move around is because he couldn't he was in the fucking chair I see (laughs) so I, I was curious if he did a cameo in the movie of It and I got lost oh. on the tangent of him having a stroke and then looking at pictures of his recovery from 2010 to 2017. Oh, okay. And he looks way better, but he looks nothing like Tim Curry. Nah, he nah, used I mean, to look like, how I mean, old he, is he at this point? He's old, but I mean, that stroke, he can't make that, that Curry smile anymore nah, he, yeah, and do uh, the, <laughs> you know?
1: Man.
2: Hey, Ian. Yeah. You mind tasting this caliber and making sure it ain't skunked out? It's been a while since I've had a beer. Okay. It just tastes... It tastes like Christmas cashews.
1: <laughs> really? Yeah. Those are always last year's. Like, that's always last year's Christmas cashews when you yeah. get them. They're at least a year old. Oh, in a God. bucket. Usually in a bucket. Why does Christmas food come in a bucket?
0: Uh, popcorn always comes in a bucket. Or a tin. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't
2: that a, like, is that, it's not skunked, but it's weird You're like tasting. Whoa.
1: What do we this got going is, on over
0: here? What is caliber doing? I can't,
1: I can't quite tell if I like it. Ah. Like it really, like it almost tastes like honey a little bit, but like,
0: is like really weird sweet?
1: honey. Yeah, it's like oh, it's it's oddly sweet. I don't know if.
0: You I mean, are we just passing this. Uh, on
1: I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think we're just. <laughs> take, take a
2: sip out it. I was just trying to make sure it's not skunked. That that
0: was my. Yeah,
1: idea. I don't know. It kind of tastes skunked, but it but it doesn't oh, linger. Oh,
0: I know why. It's a sour. Oh. It's a sour mash beer.
1: I guess that makes that's, sense.
0: I mean, it's it, that's a
1: weird. um... If
0: you've ever had a sour, it is a weak sour. Yeah, like it almost tastes watered down. Yeah, and I can totally get the skunk taste after. It's not you know, weird ass. Yeah, it's taste.
1: a weird taste. It's not even skunk. It's like, no, but
0: it 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 really it tastes like it, someone like subtly infused like lime or lemon in there uh-huh. and yeah, a pucker. You're like
1: some sort of sour mash. Yeah, I think you're right. Like um. What are the what are those called? goss goss beers, I think, are the really so ones. No, no, no. I'm talking about like the type of beer. There's one that's um it's not go it's like not quite it's not gauss and it's probably not pronounced goss but it's spelled very similar. It's okay. like g o And those particular I think it's g o s s e I want to say. Are those
0: only sour beers? Like are those like yeah, it the category? Yeah, it's Yeah,
1: exactly. It's its own category of sour uh, Sierra Nevada. I want to say makes two or three different kinds of that type of beer. I'll have to
0: look that up because I'm really starting to like sour beers. They
1: they're, they're the ones I'm talking about are very sour. And when I say like I mean Had Warheads I without the Copperhead? candy brewery, Copperhead. Um, Copperhead? Uh I don't believe so.
0: They have a sour, and it's it's a darker sour. It's called Cherry Medusa. And it is yeah. fucking amazing. Like, you would never think so, but it's got a nice, it's like a, a soft sour with a big-ass punch of, like, dark cherry. I mean, it's like, brrr, it just rams it down your throat and you're like, oh my god, this is interesting. But uh, I could Let's have, see. like, one or two of those, but it, it's probably one of the best sours I've had. Oh yeah. <laughs> outside of like, there's one from Doghead, or is it Doghead or Dogfish? Dogfish, Dogfish head, head Dogfish yep. head. Okay. Yep. So you, yeah, you are, yeah, you were. Yeah, you're. You're <laughs> correct uh, all the way through. <laughs> they have one called Sequench, which is probably, if I could always find it, I would never buy Dos Equis again. It, yeah. it it replaces. It's like the ultimate beach beer. You could drink it all fucking day outside. It'd never get full. Uh, yeah, no, that one's a spot on. But I'm sure it's like, you know, twenty seven dollars a six pack or some shit
1: yeah my my friend yesterday he had um the dogfish head the my i think it's called the midas touch it's um oh it's all right uh yeah yeah a little bit technical things there but uh so we're doing good now we're doing good now all right i got the thumbs up we're doing it live yeah we're doing it live i I should be coming through clear and brett is doing (laughs) his job exactly uh oh. Like uh, so, brother, anyways, yeah, my friend, yeah, my friend who had the who had the booze yesterday, he had uh quite a few of those uh dogfish head Midas Touch beers. Uh, okay, I haven't it, had that one. It's like it? a four. It's like a four thousand year old recipe. Did it's either four thousand or six thousand. <laughs> Dude, it is full of raisins.
0: Full raisins. Of it raisins? is. It is full
1: of raisins. I like that's what never, they ever should...
0: ever fucking ever. I
1: won't even try oh. that beer dude it's it's full of uh desert sand raisins (laughs) and um whatever they make pottery out of bad dates
2: ceramic bad
1: dates
2: (laughs) just always was my i don't i don't know why that 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 scene always stuck to me uh from raiders of the lost ark the one where the monkey
0: (laughs) dies uh was that i thought he ate an eyeball was it the date?
2: No, no. They uh somebody poisons. Oh uh, Raiders of the da- Lost yeah. Ark. Raiders I'm of the sorry. Lost Ark. I was Ark. thinking they, Temples of Doom. Yeah. Somebody poisons the Actually, dates, and then the little Hitler monkey goes up. Yeah, and, and he, he eats it, and he dies. And then he dies, and oh, then man. Indy <laughs> like is being Indy, and he throws a date in the air, and he's gonna catch it in his mouth, all cool, and Harrison Ford like, but then his big fat
0: uh Arab buddy grabs it. <laughs> Come on, who is that? <laughs> I forget who the fuck who it is. Who is that? Do you know who that is? No. Lord of the Rings lover, he was a fucking dwarf. He was the dwarf. Really? Who was it? That's um, Gimli? That's Gimli. That Wait. is Gimli. That's fucking no.
1: Gimli. Really?
0: Yes. In Raiders of the Lost Ark. And you can that's... hear it in the way he talks to him. He's like, come on, Indy. Wow. <laughs> and he the...
2: catches the date in the air and says, <laughs> No, no, Indy. Bad dates. <laughs>
1: i see and then you get the infamous i always wa- i watch temple Season. of i watch temple of doom a lot more than than uh Raiders of the of the lost ark that was
0: my least favorite one it, yeah. i and even including crystal skull really i liked crystal skull you know it might That's be my because i was a biased one. indie fan yeah and so i was just the anticipation but i thought it was cool that they accelerated it you know like 20 years it yeah. was during the cold mm-hmm. war there was some goofy things in it that obviously didn't make sense, but, I mean, fuck, look at any of the other yeah, Indiana Jones sure. movies. No, Indiana a dude Jones melts in one, but one of But it's great. <laughs> them. Actually, a dude melts in two of them. Because the, the first one, the guy melts by opening the ark, and then the last one, the guy melts by drinking the cup. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So a guy, like, fucking melts in both of them, and then you're going <laughs> to be all pissed off because he found the existence of aliens? Isn't that like an archaeologist's dream? I think <laughs> kids...
2: Liked uh, Temple of Doom Because I, really? I, I remember I Enjoying of Doom. Like I understood That Raiders of the Lost Ark Was a better movie I liked Raiders of the Lost Ark more But I watched Temple of Doom mm-hmm. More often Yeah but... Because it is An easier movie It's faster paced It's uh, It's a lot more like,
0: madcap adventure? I'm going to have to go back and rewatch. Yeah,
1: actually, I was just about to say that, took... that we should have, that should be on our movie movie have... night sometime.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't know how fucking long it took. It wasn't until I was actually an adult that I realized that Temple of Doom was a prequel. Yeah. To Raiders oh. of the Lost Ark. Hm. I didn't know that until way, way later. So it never made sense why he was with a different girl. I thought it was supposed to be the same girl from oh. uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. And they just recast her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, cause they do that in movies from time yeah, to time. Yeah. And then come to find out this one takes place like years, years before. Oh, okay. and I was huh. like, all right. Uh. but yeah, no, it was never, I guess I just never got into the Kali Ma thing where he just rips his heart out. <laughs> like, it didn't captivate <laughs> oh, my dude. attention. like Cali Ma, you know,
1: I just, you sometimes you gotta do it. And but I I'll reach probably... in there and get that heart.
0: <laughs> it's pro- I blame my, uh, Christian upbringing is why I like the other two better, because they were both of them were rooted in some kind of Christian lore. Yeah. And my whole life I was raised to believe that, like, voodoo and shit like that was evil and bad. So the second movie was all about fucking voodoo and ripping hearts out of your chest and, you know, these crazy glowing stones. So probably in my mind and whoever I watched it with at the time told me that it was a bad movie and that I shouldn't (laughs) like stuff like that. So I actually I feel like I really need to go back and rewatch it now so that I can form my Chris opinion. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I I don't know that just popped into my head.
1: Man, interesting.
0: <laughs> and I'm sure that happens. I mean, Kel, you think? Can you think of any movies? Therapy time with Chris. Any, and Chris. What do you any, movies, any movies that have uh, like maybe with your upbringing? You know, I don't know if you had a big Christian background or you know whatever. If there was any type of religious background that kind of. Steered you in a direction where you liked certain movies over other movies? I'd have to think about it, but I
2: off the top of my head no.
1: Yeah, I'd I'd have to say the same like I I grew up watching really weird stuff right from the get-go So (laughs) I'm right
2: right there with you. I I did. Yeah I mean, I know that I completely missed out on The Simpsons
0: Because like it just wasn't allowed in my house. See now I watched a ton of
1: Simpsons. Yeah, that's so,
0: my mom used to not let me watch Married with Children. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> my, but mom then hated my mom that and My dad <laughs> would lock me and my brother out of our own room and watch Married with Children on our television. I'm like, how fucking hypocritical is that bullshit? Damn. That's, like, yeah, that's, Go downstairs. That's let me play fucking turtles, you dick. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, man. Wow, dude. <laughs> that was back
0: in the old day where you used to be able to take a coat hanger and just pop the lock oh yeah oh okay boom circle locks yeah i hated that shit (laughs) one day we should talk about and you had this because you have a brother even though y'all are pretty far apart me and my brother are only two years apart and so we'd get grounded and our shit would get taken away i'm talking tvs systems and my brother and i always had this deal where if we got that kind of grounded which happened way too much (laughs) we'd always hide a controller for you know, I had um, I had Sega, and I think he had Nintendo or vice versa or some shit like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> but and then we would sit because our our old house was just a long hallway and our rooms were at opposite ends of the hallway, and we'd throw the cord over the stair banister <laughs> and we'd just fucking create our own game because we weren't allowed out of our room. But well, we'd sit right at the doorway so that we could look at each other and fucking have a huge game. This the whole fucking hours. I'm like, dude, I couldn't do that shit now if I wanted to. I just can't think of anything like that anymore. Man, did and Zach ever do anything like that? Well, Zach
2: and I are only three years apart, so we're not. Oh, that I thought far it was apart. farther than that. But um, we never did that because my parents were. Like, it wasn't even about... We're, they wouldn't take the TV or take the Super Nintendo. We were just supposed to sit on our beds. And, like, if they heard our... Because we had an upstairs as well. Uh, so it's okay. very easy to hear kids. Kids aren't good at, like... <laughs> no, tiptoeing. Weight yeah. placement. So... <laughs> boom! Boom! And we both we both were in the same room. We had a like a toy bedroom. The second bedroom upstairs was where you kept all our bullshit. All the oh, all okay. the uh, Super Nintendo and the TV were in that room, so we'd have to walk across. Oh shit. The upstairs and the, it's just it's an open air hallway. Sure, that's that's the only time the floor creaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest of the day
1: it's stone cold silent. You can move a piano. But we would, uh, <laughs>
2: We did have a bit of a like if we were grounded for the day like a 24-hour period we would wake each other up like i would we were both we're both night owls since we were kids so we would either one of us would stay up later than the other or we would just both wait until midnight and then oh it's the next day sneak over (laughs) got him on the technicality <laughs> never worked never i was about worked. to say did that work and no. if it
0: did did it work more than once no. i would have give my kids one free pass like i'd be like oh no i mean thank you for using some brain power you made me laugh <laughs> suspension lifted unless it was something like serious like super super serious but other than that no i'd give them one but if they did it again i'd be like nice try you know, <laughs> yeah, already on you back to but no, my
2: parent, my dad was a bigger, was a much bigger fan of of uh, sit in the corners. Sit in the corners were much worse than. Did you have to mm-hmm. sit,
0: dude? I remember having to stand in the corners. No, we
2: would uh, we would have to sit on our knees. Oh wow. Uh, facing with our right. no- our nose touching mm-hmm. the wall, and if your heels touched your butt, it's another five minutes. No rest.
1: man okay. that's some crazy shit like that's some japanese shit like <laughs> on your head you know just <laughs> like man <bam. laughs> well, see my grandpa
0: because i lived with my grandpa for the first like five six years and he would make me do it in the room that i got in trouble in so if everybody was in the kitchen and i was acting up in the kitchen i'm going to stand in the corner in the kitchen so Ooh. now you can just feel everybody looking at you yeah And you're just, you're super mad, and you start crying, and you're just in the corner, like, fucking pissed off, and... Yeah, no, I I hated... I hated that. I fucking hated that. (laughs) Well, it
2: didn't take them very long to figure out that grounding me to my room was, like, all I would do is read books and write in my notebooks, so it wasn't really... Working the yeah. way that they wanted it to did, so yeah, putting me in a corner was about the
0: only way that I would did mom yeah. Or dad have a particular punishment for you I, I like know when I like when I was young,
1: pretty well uh, Relatively my yeah, like um, uh, when I was like a little kid uh, My mom used to take the tea like if if I was grounded like to my room or whatever like I she would take the TV so, like, there was, so that way, like, I, I couldn't play, like, like if she said no Super Nintendo, like, she would, like, take the TV. So, it's like, So, you no. need the Nintendo, but you didn't have the TV? Yeah. So ah, that's even worse. Yeah, it's like the, the Nintendo sitting there, I, I put Donkey Kong on, turn it on, and use my imagination. <laughs> it's so going on, I know. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> you know the
0: level so much that you play it all out. And then me. you connect the tv just to see if you think where you are and you're in the exact same spot you should be you're like all yeah. right there's gonna be three of those alligators right here exactly man. Jump <laughs> <in> the rail, <laughs> grab
2: the bananas as we me. got older mom would take the uh the
0: av cords ah, uh, that's did you ever spooky, have yeah. a lock put on your plug uh, no, no, no. Well, I so didn't know. So you can't plug it in. No, uh, I know. I, I had kids that I grew up with. Whatever, what?
1: Up with. What kind of? Yeah, what kind I, of Guantanamo? elevation? shit is my, this. I didn't clean my room.
0: I was supposed to clean my room, and I went to go play. I think all I had was Sega growing up. Yeah, I didn't. It took a while till I got PlayStation and shit like that, and I didn't have 64. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I came into my room one day, and there was a little like suitcase luggage lock through the big metal prong on the Whoa. the plug the outlet to plug it into the wall so i couldn't plug it in
1: wow dude i've and my never mom
0: was like clean your room <laughs> <laughs> you better believe i clean my room but i've had yeah. my buddy cj his dad flipped out one day and clipped like clipped the cords oh fuck so there wasn't i mean you oh you could yeah. go he didn't fucking smash the system outside or anything yeah but he was like, "One All step, right, one step away. You don't want to do away. what I did. I want to right. fucking skip school? You want to smoke weed or whatever the hell was the problem of fucking of that day? He just went, and cut him off. I was like, oh, oh man, I've never understood how parents will
2: destroy a thing that they spent that much money on,
1: but just to show they mean business. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> See, if
0: really you need to make the kid work for it, earn the money, and then you clip the cord because it's gonna hurt oh, that much more. Damn, He's like,
3: dude, I had to work so long." <laughs> <laughs> <had to> <laughs>
0: and the whole time you just clip a cord from the old vcr that you don't use anymore like yeah bitch fucking learn your lesson learn the lesson
1: here's all your favorite movies on blu-ray here's a vcr for the summer (laughs) 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 kids are trying to figure it out how do i
0: get it to work (laughs) i want to watch it again what do i do you have to rewind it what's that that's why you don't fuck with your dad (laughs) god i didn't think about any of that because obviously nobody plans to have kids when you obviously have kids but (laughs) i would have loved to keep even shit that i don't know how to use like betamaxes and stuff like fuck it there you go
1: figure it out yeah (laughs) you got et and that's it Here's an 8-track. <laughs> Here's an 8-track player. I love the kids. Here's Pirates that... of the Caribbean 5. You make it work. <laughs> no,
0: I like the kids that are given the Walkman with the cassette tape. Like, yeah. Like 10-year-olds now, and they don't know that you have to put a headphone jack in. Yeah, they're like, I'm so pressing like play, but it's not. They're like to listen to it like, this way, and they're like, what's going on? How do I listen to this thing?
1: Where's the menus option on this? <laughs> the screen isn't working.
2: That's right. It's between the profound and the profane. A comedy podcast. Where three lifelong friends get together. Tell friendly stories, give friendly advice, and attempt to know each other just a little bit better. and Maybe make some new friends along the way. Hey out there, new friends. My new friends, the true believers, the bone whores, and our personal army of trash people. Joining me, my co-host only photograph from far
1: away, fuzzy, and out of focus. It's Ian T. Brown! I keep doing everything all wrong, but everything keeps turning out all right.
2: <laughs> my other co-host, he's a pile of movie quotes in a man suit, Chris Warco. I'm sorry, do my ears deceive me? Three wishes? You are down by one, boy! <laughs> and I, of course, I am your shit host, Chris Myers. Today's episode, we decided to forego the uh, idea of an overall theme We ask each other strange, bewildering, open ended questions. It's a random episode today on Between the Profound and the Profane. Alright, so, Ian, what's your question?
1: Oh, uh, alright, so today, basically, I was kind of thinking, what if, like, you were transported to a fictional universe of your choosing? Like, a type, like if you were able to, like, go into the universe of a um, famous book, movie, uh, piece of art, whatever, and... Just um, you would you would go in there with all of the knowledge that you currently have about that universe, so to speak. And uh, yeah, what would you guys do? What would be uh, the universe of your choice? You think?
2: Okay. Um,
1: that was the topic. Yeah.
2: So, am I waking up in this universe, or am I making a plan to go to this universe? Like, do I get to take anything with me, or am I just? I, I wake right. up tomorrow morning, and I'm, I'm trapped in this universe.
1: All right. I mean, I thought about this a bit, and I figure that uh, you get to go in there, uh, obviously, with the, uh, like I said, with all your knowledge. That's a given. And you also get to come in with um, basically an army backpack. So you, you have, like, everything that you could need. You won't die in the first two days because of exposure or a lack of food or something crazy like that so you get an army backpack and you get to fill it with um basically whatever you want except for uh like you can't bring you can't bring like a billion dollars or a shitload of gold and you can't bring any like crazy weapons like you could you can bring up to a sword as far as weapons go or a bow and arrow or something but what if
2: i'm going into like the road
1: you're going to uh, i would i would fill fill that shit up with katanas (laughs) (laughs) katanas and bells that's what you need and Katana, katanas and bells katanas and bells a bell on every tree katanas in every bag you know what i'm saying just <laughs>
2: so you're saying i can't bring the makings for a pipe bomb or
1: yeah you can't like you can't go into like this perfect day universe and like just bring a dirty bomb like but and could you
0: bring it plans to make a dirty bomb once you're there yeah
1: yeah that i i would allow that i in this in this scenario i would allow for yeah
0: (laughs) tom smith but
1: you just can't go in there you're listening (laughs) to
2: this over at the nsa tom smith we uh we're joking of course
1: (laughs) Uh, yes yes this is a satire podcast
2: (laughs) not a satire podcast we're we're pitching fictional uh anyway so where would you go again
1: oh all right um all right, so I was kind of thinking, and I kept running into an issue um, where, like, I would have to make, uh, I would have to like kill, uh, kill off the the hero in every t- tale that I read, because all my uh, favorites are like um, basically post-apocalyptic type of books or dystopian futures. Are you
0: <laughs> assuming said hero once you kill them? Like, are you just like uh, taking? Oh over no, no, life? I was, like, I was who are just like, you? I am now.
1: like just like the, going to night, going to George Orwell, like 1984's universe, just like kill Wilson right, right from the get go, just save him and everyone the time and effort that <laughs> it took, you know, <laughs> just just save everyone a whole lot of headache. Just accept your dystopia. That's 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 lesson number one. <laughs> your accept your dystopia. Yes, just accept and embrace your dystopia. <laughs> Um, Alright, so I kept running into that issue, but uh, I did come up with, uh, although it's still very short and easy to get through, what I would do if I was to go into any fictional universe and, like, I, I would like to be a hero for a day, and, like, I figured uh, War of the Worlds, like, that would be, like, go into H.G. Wells' War of the Worlds universe, and the first thing I would do is um, I would tell Tom Cruise, just stop here, buddy, stop here. All right. Then what I would do is go to uh just go to like CVS to CVS and Walgreens. So you
0: you'd pick that particular yeah. version of War of the Worlds, the Tom Cruise and the Tom That's Cruise that's War all
1: he's in ever. He's in the original. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. H.G. Wells wrote, you know, then Tom Cruise said, <laughs> you know, it was pretty it was, it was already in there. It was it was destiny. <laughs> so <laughs> So yeah, and then I would just uh, basically raid uh, because it's—I believe it takes place in New Jersey, if I'm not mistaken. It's Either New Jersey, New Jersey, or New York. I think it's Jersey. Oh, it's South (laughs) America. Yes, it's actually in Brazil.
2: Still, Tom Cruise though.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's yes, it's Senor Tom Cruise. Yes. That's how they say it down south. I am Uh,
0: Senor Tom Cruise. (laughs) Yes. Can I uh, speak oh, to you about oh. our
2: Lord and Savior Zenu? <laughs> oh, interested in
1: man. wearing
0: this red yarn bracelet?
1: <laughs> that makes you an OT three, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> you get to walk That's when they show you the macaroni scrolls. <laughs> you
0: get to walk through the next door, <laughs> but there's just yeah. another door. But wait. <laughs>
1: yeah just grab these soda cans and we'll just figure out if you're telling full the truth of
0: like four thousand doors <laughs> that just literally snakes its way through and that's it you've made it congratulations you've oh. reached omnisuppressant oneness <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, oh yeah so uh, so oh yeah all right so you know once i just tell tom cruise just stop here just just hold on just wait just take a breath let's all think about this and uh all right so after after that uh interaction what i would do is just raid like every cvs and walgreens like in there just just bam hit them all up just and i what i do is i'd raid them and take out all like flash mob style and just we we just take out all the Robotussin, all the theraflu <laughs> like everything that prevents the sniffles and the tummy rumbles like just clear out every store of that so everyone's walking around sniffling and sneezing and belly aching and then is that basically ensures that as soon as the aliens land here and pick up the first human like bam it's over they they instantly get the sniffles and die because that's what kills the aliens
0: since you said flash mob mm-hmm. style can we mm-hmm. please steal all of the over-the-counter medication to west side stories rooftop fight scene no 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 we just start stealing all the shit?
1: Yeah. And we have some epic showdown would, with
0: the aliens in the street? That would be them. really good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would be. Actually, that improves that. <laughs> that improves that story immensely. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> For sure.
0: God. I would. Uh, uh, I thought a lot about this, and I tried so hard to fit myself in a galaxy far far away a long time ago thousands of years in the future and every time i tried to picture myself as like oh i'd become this great star wars bounty hunter and then i thought well maybe the rules of the universe apply so i would show up and somehow all my dormant medichlorians would just come to life and i'd be able to just throw people and then i thought about i'm like no i'd i'd just die i would just (laughs) die a really really horrible death I'm not immune to anything. I'd be surrounded by aliens, and I'd just die of some seeping goo pus thing.
1: I think they have good Tex-Mex I... in that universe, though. So. Oh,
0: fajitas. I love fajitas. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> and a good chips and queso. or
1: Oh, yeah, you got to have it.
0: From Brax. You know, it's good stuff. <laughs> so I decided that I would go to the DC universe because that's my best shot at becoming a hero. Yeah. Uh, I like Green Lantern, and I would try everything I possibly could. To become Green Lantern but then I started thinking about who I was and I started breaking down like the different colors of the emotional spectrum uh-huh and so I was like first there's green which there's his willpower and I was like yeah I I really I don't have a will to get up and do anything my life is I mean you're constant. wearing a Green
1: Lantern I, shirt it, right I now <laughs> I it's,
0: it's monotonous you know I get up I go to work take care of my kids give all my money away to pay all the bills da 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 so i thought i'd never get a green ring never 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 then i was like all right how about a blue ring blue rings are cool they're hope and i was like i'm the biggest fucking pessimist i know so
1: (laughs) does that one let you talk to sea life or not (laughs)
0: supposedly the only thing the blue ring can do is boost the green ring by 100 percent so you have to be
1: a Green Lantern. You have to be a Green in close to...
0: proximity to a Green Lantern to be able to form constructs with your Blue Ring and for the Green Lantern to get a 100% boost. So the Green Lantern in close proximity to a Blue Lantern is twice as powerful. Yeah. And the Blue Lantern has the ability to form constructs. A okay. Blue Lantern Ring also has the power to extract the Red Rage Blood from a Red
1: Lantern okay so like what would you um what would you bring to like ensure that you get a get a ring or i'm, I'm sorry i didn't even let you finish i'm sorry i didn't let you finish so go ahead and go on <laughs> with your rings but then afterwards that that's my all right so then
0: there's the indigos and they're literally like slave owners Like yeah. they conform you and, and i'm like i'm not a religious zealot nor do i want to be identified by like a kkk or ab or yeah you don't any want of those the, other totalitarian like, you don't oppressive. want you
1: don't want stevie bannon to like say <laughs> thank you for what you're doing
0: <laughs> so then there's the pink or the star sapphires and they're all about love and compassion and then there's the red lanterns who are all about rage and i was like well if i thought about like old me I was a big fucking romantic back in the day. And then New Me is like this crazy rage monster. So it's this amalgamation of both. I'd end up getting a ring of each. Then I'd take over their emotional avatars. One is this crazy dragon-looking predator thing for the Star Sapphires. The other is this gigantic bull with these horns all over the place, and his literal name is the Butcher. So it's in between
1: like a predator and like the the thing from Doom, like the the yeah, pretty much. Okay. And then
0: I'd I'd have just all of the heroes and all of the villains from DC would form this mega huge pack and come try to kill me. So basically anywhere I went. I yeah. died some places were just way cooler than others like yeah. i went yeah. down like a g here <laughs> s- this would be the ultimate comic book cover gotcha
3: Stop! gotcha yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: but if you're if, if you're going into
2: the dc universe with your knowledge of the dc universe couldn't you hypothetically be like hey 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 bruce wayne want to do some shit you're batman and then by laws of DC comics you have to become Robin
0: because that's what Oh no. Yeah, but I just don't know if I want to get locked into a cave for like four years <laughs> while he beats the shit out of me and calls it training.
3: But
2: that gives you gets you one step closer to uh Superman, who you can then be like, Hey, you're
0: Clark, Kid And then he freaks out and like lobotomizes Why? me because who says that I I mean I don't Why? know if we actually get to pick which universe in the dc universe we get to go in or if we're just thrust in a random dc universe
1: i mean or you could be like really really rich early on like you could become rich really early on and just like go up to lex Luthor and be like hey hey it's weakness is kryptonite <laughs> like this is like really early on just let him know like remember this one day he's kryptonite. like i know that you
3: fool Man,
1: my bad i'm just trying to
0: be helpful shit Dude. who is he a lex luther would have me killed
1: well that man no, would be, do
0: terrible he, things to me well lex, terrible, i think lex
1: luther i don't know if he would like kill you like right I mean, there he, he would, wouldn't mercy he would, would, would his little assistant i was yeah. gonna say like he would um he would have you lowered into a shark tank until <laughs> like you came up with some really good inside information on the superman universe because like you know everything that you know about that you think universe. he would
0: doctor doctor evil me like it would be a corny death. Yeah. 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 Of course. Yeah, I'm
1: pretty. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs>
0: I mean, I figured like he'd be in his. They suit have freaking laser you know, beams on their to, head, <laughs> trying to nuke me with his green kryptonite rays. But I don't know. I figured that information would be worth a lot in the yeah, DC Yeah, because
1: like, because like, you you know you could choose like what time period. So like, yeah, you could go in like right before uh, Lex Luthor meets or knows of Superman, really. And I would just take... Like, you could go in, like, day, like days before they meet. All
0: com- I mean, I would just literally fill my bag with comics <laughs> from the DC universe. Oh, okay. I mean, it would just be...
1: That's a really good plan. <laughs> any scenario
0: that I could possibly oh. think of where I need to pull information, I would just Dude, stack it. you
1: would become, like, a crazy, like, prophet. Like, you would be DC's, like, Jesus. They actually wrote me
0: into the book. There's a storyline going on. It's called the, <laughs> the Oz Effect. I am Mr. Oz. <laughs> it just revealed me in the most current action comics so really and was, then the it was riddler crazy. said it was an interesting reveal i told everybody my name was jor i just fucked up my face put on a krypton shield no big deal but uh yeah so that's that's how it turned out i fucking see. went through some crazy range of emotions and then i got shoved under a cloak with a cool scepter yeah and i all know right. all
1: badass what
0: about you mr chris what
2: would you do well um i've been i've been i bounced around a lot like you i started in uh the marvel universe i figured i could uh go in uh with all of my spider-man comics and my spider-man knowledge and go meet up with spider-man and tony stark and be like hey guys i know who you are (laughs) might want to let me hang out with you for a little while
0: would you pass yourself off as a genius like try to stay on par with parker and stark to try to get them to like build you some kind of cool armor i mean that that's that based would be, off your like comic book knowledge that like, would be well, the goal these formulas
2: but then i started to think more about it and first of all in marvel universe there's already a houston texas so i would it be in houston texas in the marvel universe and eventually <laughs> i'm just gonna have a building fall on me while i'm trying to get to new york <sighs> so then i took it back and i was like okay wh- <laughs> where where would i go wh- what what where is and i thought and i thought and i came it to it the place that i would go would be into the legend of zelda the wind waker
1: Oh, okay. because i
2: know that game like the back of my hand now that's the one that was not actually link right that was gamecube no he sure, was right? Link. he was uh, that was the one where it, the entire world it's water world uh zelda like the entire world is under the under an ocean and there's a bunch of islands that are the cities and the dungeons and you uh, at the player as link gets a boat and has to go across mm-hmm. okay. the entire uh yeah what's the one with
0: the four different colored links i that's four sword adventures like I knew one of them was supposed to it, like don Link's garb. He was like, no. right, "Let me put on the clothes from a hero long ago," but he wasn't actually Link. And I thought that was the game you're talking about. But so I, yeah, I, well, I mean, I'm it of starts in that way. But like, that's part of the
2: legend. Is like I, it's
0: always a new Link.
2: Yeah, it's always a new Link. Okay, oh, okay. So it... I would, I I know that game really really well. Like I play I play a Legend of Zelda at least once a year, like to completion. So I know all of those games incredibly well. I know the mechanics. I know how they work. So I know how those universes go. And I would bring with me my strategy guide <laughs> for Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker. Do you need it, though? That's like just saying you bring a strategy with uh, to Mario World. Like, just to make sure. You've you got to make sure that you do things. Because there's puzzles that sometimes I forget how they work. Right, there's there's things. And then I would begin doing the one thing i've always wanted to do and dive into zelda dungeons in real life and defeat them and beat them before link ever gets the chance to
1: man <laughs> it was <laughs> i see yeah dude that's a good way to go <laughs> and i get
2: to hold the master sword and like put on a green tunic it'll be cool
1: that
0: would be cool dude, and if then we're... i would just yeah. live life that would be the end of it if we're doing yeah. shit like that jumping into I'm... video games and stuff area 51 Area fifty-one, oh, wow. I can beat yeah. on if it's a twenty-five cent machine, I'll beat it on twenty-five cents. If it's a fifty percent machine, I'll beat it on fifty cents. I do not need continues. I don't need <laughs> anything. I can fucking run to that game and own that shit. Oh man. I would close my eyes and just be the best fucking stars officer, mercing zombies and aliens ever. They'd be like, fuck. No, we don't need Dude, backup. Yeah, it's fine. Is... <laughs> no. For some reason, people just keep Throwing these shotgun shells up and power ups, and he just keeps grabbing them. I don't understand. <laughs> Everybody's dead. No, we're all good here, sir. Thanks.
1: Dude, I know where all the barrels are in Donkey Kong, like all the secret barrels to like just blast through the levels. So, like, I could probably like as long as the barrels don't kill me, which I don't think they do in that universe. So, I should be good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the G force that yeah. the barrel shoots, just
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like real life. It's real life physics. It's like, oh god, my neck, whiplash, like whiplash. First barrel, and then I slam into the next. Barrel spins around three times, shoots there, me to the next. <laughs> is there a
0: Ganondorf in this particular Zelda? <sighs> yeah, there is. There there is. There, yeah, there is.
2: Uh, you know, that, that's how all Zeldas go. And would uh, I kill Ganon? I don't know yet. At first, I would want to get all of the things to kill Ganon and then just hang out for a little while in
0: a Zelda universe. Would you kill Link? Or would you, like, Ah. make it a race and just try to take all his shit before he can get it? Be like, I'm going to kill Ganondorf. I don't know why he sounds like that, but (laughs) this is the way he sounds. Why not? And you're just like, you know what? Fuck you, because Master Sword. And he's like, oh, no. (laughs) And then you read a newspaper, like, 15 years later. Elf boy dies trying to kill monster in Castle. (laughs) If only he had the Master Sword. (laughs) You're like, well,
1: fuck. (laughs) Oh, man. Majora's Mask was the weird Zelda, right?
0: Yeah, that's
2: the one with the spooky moon that's going to crush yeah, you. Yeah, you w- three days. You only got three days to do it, and you have to be able to travel through time.
1: See, I would die in that universe <laughs> and let the world as a whole down in that universe, but it would be a really cool universe but to go to, in my But you travel through opinion. time
0: differently. You didn't use the ocarina, right? No, you used the ocarina. You did use the so that So it was a direct sequel.
2: It would be impossible for me to get the ocarina because uh. the skull kid in that in that okay, I think that was my first thought. That's my favorite Zelda game. So, but no, I would it was either so because because of the way that that one works, you die <laughs> within 3 days. There's no getting around it cuz the moon crushes the world. Did you play Twilight <laughs> Princess? Yeah. That's the one where you become the wolf. You become the wolf, yeah. And yes, uh, yeah, I, I like that one. Uh, the manager and I have been playing through that one for the past. I guess it, it's taken us about a year to just like slowly get through it since we don't play it all the time. Um, that
0: yeah, was no, the that's... first
1: game we got for the Wii. Yeah. Now
0: our mutual buddy John has the is it the Switch? Is that the newest Nintendo yeah. that's out right now? He's got the New Zelda for that one, oh, and okay. it's a beautiful game. It really is. It to me it, it it's like playing Lord of the Rings, but it's almost washed like they take a lot of the 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 detail in the grass but Uh everything still moves and fabric and stuff still moves so i don't like the fact that he looks he looks like a like he really looks like a kid or looks like he's never gonna grow up because he told me that he was an adult and that was one of the things that i liked about uh What is it Zelda Ocarina of Time where you start as the kid and then it does the time jump and you grow up and you actually, looks like you should be holding a giant master sword. Yeah. Some little, yeah. (laughs) But other than that, I mean, the game is beautiful. Like really, really, really well done almost makes me want to buy a switch and then they'll discontinue the switch and then i'll be pissed off that i bought it so they're not, gonna I'm not going to discontinue the switch the switch just came out like yeah, I, early this year yeah they changed their nintendo's mind nintendo's going <laughs> out of business it's over yeah,
2: that's not <laughs> they're happen. just closing their they doors they just opened a fucking uh theme park really a, a nintendo yeah. theme park is it in japan yeah Universal Studios just opened a super Oh man, are super there
1: Nintendo do they World. have turtle shells that you let out of your go karts? I don't know. That would like be I, really fun. I
0: bet that there's some kind of Mario Kart racing.
1: That would be really dangerous but really fun. Just, just throwing it. like just throwing turtle shells uh, at your opponents you while you're cage. go-kart racing.
0: That way when you get hit by the turtle shell you just go launching off to the next track. And they've also like uh,
1: automatically spins you around. Nintendo
2: has started to get into the mobile market, like they sell mobile games now. Oh, okay. as well as um Oh, the Switch has sold incredibly well this year. Like, it really has. You been. can't find a Switch right now. It's
0: really oh, okay. cool.
1: I just thought it was because they didn't have that many, actually.
2: Well, that is a problem with nintendo they do a false scarcity thing mm-hmm. on themselves and they do it so well that they fuck themselves over it, it
1: just times for a really long, it just lasts for a real long time but
2: like things like uh oh, the, the, the nes classic the little nes mini mm-hmm. that got discontinued earlier this year they're Which bringing that back, back next year and they've found a way for the super nintendo uh classic the little super nintendo mini mm-hmm. uh they they've Put enough stock out there that scalpers aren't going to make thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars off of buying them up on pre-order early on, because that's a big problem with those motherfuckers. Is they they like scout. that resale dough? <laughs> like, that's so with weird.
0: everybody. It was sixty bucks, sixty dollars starting off. Yeah, and then they were getting sold for like three hundred dollars. I don't give a fuck. I don't need anything for three hundred dollars. That's old school retro systems.
2: Oh no, especially when it's like a little. Like, it, it's, it's a child's
0: like toy at a certain and, point. Yeah, and like, you're playing five of the 30 games that are on there, 60 yeah. games that are on there. Or Dude, whatever. like,
1: I found an actual... Um, it was pretty crazy at the Family Dollar Store, believe it or not. they For a little while, they had a Sega Genesis, like, the actual system with, like, 75 games. Like, brand new. They had it for, like, 70 bucks. Huh. It That's was dope. insane. Like, so I, that- I really wanted to pick it up. I just... Did. I had, like, literally 55 spending dollars that week, and I haven't seen it since. Is
0: Atari owned by Nintendo but, as well? No. No, Atari's its own thing? Yeah. So they've come out with now an Atari retro system, Nintendo, Ninten- Super Nintendo, and a Sega yep. system. Now, are they...
1: So And are the ones that you guys you're talking about, like the Nintendo one, are, is that, like, a full system, or well, is it, it just, is, like, what you plug into your... It's a smaller
0: version of the real system. Okay. There is no place to put in games, and it has... Oh, okay. ...70 games preloaded onto this okay. little console so maybe that's what it, it
1: was yeah
0: and it sounds kind of like what you're talking about yeah
1: like... but it did show that on the package that it looked like a Sega genesis yeah, but it absolutely. was kind of a small it yeah. was kind of a small box now that i think about it for the amount of games that said it had so that makes sense but, but
2: hypothetically with the nintendo classic edition and the super nintendo mini classic mm-hmm. edition you can um
1: oh game uh, the game
2: Hypothetically. Hypothetically. <laughs> Hack into them and hypothetically load on all 628 games that came out for the Super Nintendo. Hypothetically, oh. you could, you could, you could use it because it's just a computer. It's mm-hmm. not a Super Nintendo. Okay. They're just emulating a Nintendo, yeah. like like you would.
1: It's a ROM. Like you could on yeah. it. Yes, yes.
2: So you could hypothetically <laughs> use it as an emulator if you knew or knew someone who could <laughs> hack into it and jailbreak it I, open I, th-
1: I think you breathe
2: hypothetically I th- hypothetically
1: <laughs> allegedly <laughs> 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 that one was deliberate that
0: one was deliberate
1: but you i think you uh just like said for a second something about like the like the cheats or something like like did, were you uh did you mention something involving like the game genie because uh, like well, that's I a have, good point like i i wonder if those little roms if you can get like the game the game genie like cheat codes like where it just because the game genie will turn on all cheat codes for every game no
2: that would be Which is badass. To, because of what the because of what the game genie and the game shark did because mm-hmm. those aren't cheat codes what the game shark and the game genie do is they get into the game file and they change code you're changing code in the game you're not using oh. cheats
1: i thought i thought that it actually used cheats because like on those games I, I don't think they even do it anymore for video games but the cheat codes where you press like start and then you'll do like a series of like well, up, that's a, that's down, a cheat down, that's code a, game that,
0: genie i'm
2: sorry go mm-hmm. ahead. yeah that, that's a cheat code yeah where it, something that was programmed that, into the game that's what i thought game genie to,
1: i thought that's what game genie did you know, is just you know, what, like basically just what turn game all genie those on. does
2: is, uh, remember how game genies used to work you go in you, and you there's a, there's a bunch of zeros and you roll through the numbers and you put in like a There's zero, a zero, one, zero, two, two, one, four, five, six. But you're chaining a line of code.
1: Yeah, okay. That makes sense because there was a book that, that went along mm-hmm. with it where you had to read and like look it up like...
0: And I was curious. Like I have... A, I didn't realize that. <laughs> a multi-doc system. It's called Retron 5. So mm-hmm. it has Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Fancom, oh. uh, Sega Genesis. It can also play... Uh, Nintendo DS, Game Boy, Game Boy advanced and Dude. Game Boy Color games, all on the same console,
1: and you it it just has different slots. Yep, inside. It's Dude, all different what? slots.
0: So I was curious. That's badass. If the Game Genie huh. would only work, and I I guess I should start. What's the other one for Game Boy? A uh, Game Shark. Game Shark. I should yeah. try that one too. Uh, the Game Genie actually did work on the Retron Five, so oh, you, wow. you plug in you plug yeah. in the Game Genie and then you plug the game cartridge yep, on top of it. Yeah. And then I just looked up Game Genie codes and it all came up. But I mean, you got to do the same thing. I only have one for the Sega Genesis, so I oh, to all okay. on the cartridge and you know. Yeah. yeah, But it all it did it actually worked and came up, and I got to use the codes and everything worked with the codes, so it was really cool. That thing is the best. Fucking old school game system. If you're not a purist and you just don't and you don't have all the room in the world where you yeah. can have a Nintendo, Super yeah. Nintendo, then that thing for a hundred bucks plays everything that you could ever want. Dude, that's awesome. And it's H, it's uh converted all HDMI, so you don't have to worry about mm. having the little red or blue or. And green. this is
1: like uh, it's not like some weird custom built thing. Like this is nope. something you can pick up like yeah. across. You can buy it on Amazon. country. Right now. Oh yeah. wow. Okay. And Damn. it. It is
0: way better. There's there's an, a Retron 1 through 4. Don't mm-hmm. worry about those because the 5 is the only one that has the HDMI port. Okay. Yeah. And it plays like 15 different types of games as far as cartridge-wise. So that one's is good
2: shit. So that's... Ian's going to go give Aliens colds. Yep. Which yep. I never thought about how Independence Day does that same. It is think, a, like it, yeah. an
0: updated, cooler world of worlds. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah Independence Day is basically... Uh, so. Roland Emmerich's Except War where they of did the Virus worlds. instead of cold. Yeah. but, but he he yeah. yeah. give a, it a cold yeah. oh, Jeff Goldblum what it
1: is is like in War of the Worlds the sniffles is what takes them down in independent states the tummy grumbles see I think Much only different. people <laughs> who
0: are fans of War of the Worlds would have caught that reference because I didn't know only, I, I never really thought about
1: it actually <laughs> I I mean never I mean it even makes the, total sense yeah <laughs> but, even
0: watching the War of the Worlds one with Tom Cruise and I haven't seen all of the other Tom Cruise War of the Worlds but his <laughs> most recent one uh, eighteen
1: ninety eight. I guess I thought the movie sucked so
0: bad that I didn't realize they all died from the cold mm-hmm. so I didn't even catch that reference and I love Independence Day so I'm ashamed of myself being a movie guy and not knowing that that was based off World of Worlds.
2: Which I mean, even yeah. the, think of the alien design in Independence Day; it's very similar to the tripods. Yeah, because the tripods are just exoskeleton. Right. It's alien just the, is a little fucker.
1: Yeah, and the tri- it, Yeah, because like the flying saucer is what was popular. You know, is what's popular now for a UFO. The very
0: know? first movie I ever saw in IMAX was Independence Day, 1996, really? and ever changed my the way i viewed movies because before that it was the lows before it got redone mm-hmm. so it went Lowe's, oh, and it yeah. went to that weird sony <laughs> entertainment for a while and then Lowe's bought it back and this is back when back and
1: even worse than before <laughs> there used to be
0: a drive-through i think it was in tomball they got shut down mm-hmm. like a drive in that so i'd always watch movies through a little speaker you had to hang on your window and shit like that and when it, when it came out with the IMAX screen and I didn't have to go to Moody Gardens to watch Dance of the Buffalo or whatever the fuck was playing over there, <laughs> it blew my mind. And I just became entrenched in movies for fucking forever. That, that <laughs> definitely started my love of movies at the big screen, I'd say.
2: Chris is going to go into the DC universe and probably die fighting all of the Lanterns
0: trying to No, join no, 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 them. no, no, no. All the heroes and villains alike. Dude, I'm going to be like... When everybody had to get together and beat Parallax and Parallax still didn't get beat, he whooped everybody's ass and said, fuck you guys, I'll check in in about five years whenever you pick a new Green Lantern and then I'll come whoop his ass and call him a little bitch and then fly off again. That's what's (laughs) going to happen to me. Or when Doomsday killed Superman and he also wiped the floor of all the heroes. No, I'm coming in. I'm going to get fucking raged out with a little bit of love. So I might feel bad about killing everybody, but I'm going to kill everybody and somebody's going to fucking epically end me with a arm through the gut. Just... And just dead. But it will be, and somewhere down the line, someone in this future will think about that, and they will draw me getting killed on a comic book cover, and it will be worth millions and millions of dollars. It's gonna be huge. It's gonna be
1: huge. That sounds tremendous. And I'm
0: gonna go on a Legend of Zelda dungeon adventure. <laughs> Because it's all
2: I've ever actually wanted. But will you grow up? (laughs) I just want to see myself... Now I just want to see myself in that sort of cel-shading animated style. (laughs) Like, from... I want you to have the hair, though. Wind Waker my hair yes oh yeah yeah, yeah. No, of course i gotta have the purple it's, hair because
1: yeah as i say in all these Done universes cell shading
0: though like that would look so cool yeah
1: in all these universes i mean you show up as you or at least as you would in those universes anybody yeah.
0: ever see link as a lost boy that just fell out of the tree?
1: back already
2: (laughs) didn't take that long where did
0: we go (laughs) chris you had a topic for us i did i was uh i started kicking around i watch way too many cartoons with my kids and i can't use that as an excuse because (laughs) i just love cartoons anyways (laughs) so one of my uh favorite american cartoon shows has come out i guess God, Avatar's probably been like 15 years now, you think? I guess so, yeah.
1: I, I don't know much about that, but it's, I thought it was Japanese, actually. I thought it was anime. It is an
0: American anime. Okay. I don't know if that's contradicting. No, Would I got you. you gotcha. still call it an Amer- anime? Uh, or is that specifically tailored to, to Jap-
1: Japan?
2: If you're asking, like, the actual technical term, anime in Japan means cartoon. animated cartoon. That's, that's they, it. Okay.
1: They call it magma over there. <laughs> magma. <laughs> But yeah,
2: it's very, it's it's Western inspired by what we call anime. So it looks very
0: anime, what we would call
1: that.
2: So okay.
0: basic premise to the show, you have uh, four nations, four great nations that basically control the different elements of the earth. Air, fire, wind, water. Oh, okay. Then you have one person, they label the avatar, who embodies all of the elements to kind of keep everybody in check to make sure okay. that not one power rises up and like rolls over and, you know, long story short, they lose the avatar for like a hundred years and one of them does exactly that. But I started thinking if I could jump into the avatar universe and be, pick a bending style, I would want to do bending. There's a, one of the main evil, or I would want to do fire bending. Okay. So one of the main evil, uh, chicks in the Avatar. Her name is Azula, mm-hmm. and she's so proficient with fire, she can bend blue fire. Everybody else bends just regular-looking orange and red fire, but she's she's considered such a prodigy that she burns blue fire. And then later on, they made a sequel to the Avatar called Legend of Korra.
1: So everyone else is running charcoal. She's running straight propane. She is. <laughs> right. taste, taste the meat, not the heat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and there's these priests that are in there that can do purple fire so i thought it would be really cool if it was you know instead of my mission to be militant like they are in the show and try to take over to just kind of get in touch with all of the different elements of the fire so i'd want to be able to change colors all the colors so i'd want to go normal fire which is your red and your orange then you got your blue uh, then they said the hottest fire is actually white because it's a combination of all yeah, the that colors makes coming sense. together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would want to change, see if it was possible to change the chemical composition of how I make the fire. So create red fire and green fire and purple fire. Um, and I... Being feeling that I'm a firebender, I run super hot all the time. Doesn't matter where I am, I can never get cold. When people are freezing, I'm oh, like, "Please okay. come touch me." <laughs> uh, uh, and so I was curious. I did a little digging in my astrological sign and my Chinese horoscope, and I am a Libra, and my air sign for, Li- or my sign for Libra is air. Yeah, and I thought that was interesting, because. I probably relate the least to the airbenders. They're uh-huh. very calm and passive, and I'm all about being aggressive and riled up and short fuse. Uh, so then I checked out the Chinese Zodiac, and my animal for the year I was born in 86 is the year of the tiger, but my symbol is fire Yeah, in for, for Chinese. So I thought that was interesting that I don't know if the Chinese culture – If they base the American symbol, the astrological symbol of air, I don't know, when I kind of put it all together, I thought of it as, since I do have such a... I always say, oh, there's a crazy storm brewing. Just as I've gotten older, I've learned how to deal with my anger a little bit more. Uh I don't have to be a raging dick all the time. (laughs) So I was... But I was like, maybe it's the the air is feeding the fire, and it just kind of stokes the inferno all the time. (laughs) So I looked up... All your guys' birthdays, I looked up your, both your horoscope, astrological signs, and your Chinese, uh, the birth year, what animal you are, and what sign you are in China. Yeah. And I was just curious, before I tell you guys what y'all thought you were, and then we could see how close you were based off what I got written down here. Oh, okay. So what would, what would you want to be, if you could well, bend any if, element?
1: I mean, for me, my natural go-to is Earth like for as far as like green like green magic like growth type things so um like if i were to pick like an elemental like as far as if i were able to like cast an elemental it would probably be something uh similar to like a, an ent but um basically i guess it'd be kind of a Groot like creature as far as being able to summon like earth stuff you know being able to control like vines and trees and like um the different types of animals animal communication and um... and it's
0: interesting to note ian you said you've never seen this show
1: no i i have not
0: so in the show it's more I, about... I have
1: seen a very very brief amount but not not even enough to tell you anything about it yeah whatsoever.
0: in the show they do more about moving earth so, like, you're, you can move mountains and move rocks yeah, and boulders. Okay, and gotcha. I liked your approach, having never seen it, where you leaned more towards, like, crafting things. Like, you crafted an elemental or yeah. you took control of different types. And there are many, um, we'll call them subcategories together. Yeah, there's subsets of bending. Very A lot of subsets. Okay. So, it was cool, having never seen that adding that little little twist gotcha okay it's kind of cool to see where you would go with it from an outside point of view because okay
1: yeah yeah from from my like because not knowing anything about it like that's that's what i think of when i think of like doing earth elemental type of magic would be stuff along those lines like being able to control the trees and and up to like the earth itself like you're saying kind of like with um mountains being able to have like a crevice open you know it's
2: also funny that you say that because within the show they uh they come in contact with a certain, with a very particular culture of swamp benders. And they
1: oh, can
0: bend the vines <laughs> yeah, and bend the swap and form like swamp monsters. Made oh, out yeah, of the okay.
1: Vines yeah, like... that's the kind of yeah, that's but not kind every of bender can do that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There, Just... so there's a lot of subgenres. No, in there. I mean you've
0: got for tell for earth bending alone, you've got metal bending because you're okay. taking the metal elements out of the earth oh so okay you can metal bend there's lava bending where okay. and I still don't really know how that That works. would kind of be in between fire. that I'd almost be somehow. that'd be
1: like that I would think of that as being like a fire thing like I would think of like being do, able to lie they
0: described it there's one scene where there's an earth bender slash lava bender he grabs two rocks and he starts spinning them super, super, super fast, and the oh, kinetic okay. energy melts the rocks and turns into lava. Yeah. Gotcha. So he uses basically, he somehow s- vibrates the earth's crust or s- mm-hmm. so fast that it all la- just turns into lava instantaneously. Gotcha. Okay. And there's you got the swamp benders, hellfire benders can do lightning. I don't know if they can do anything else.
1: I would think of that being an air one. uh,
2: Lightning, I think that there was something that was revealed that they could do. Uh, I mean, they do reveal in Korra that they can heal.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. The the purple fire. The purple fire that you're talking about is a healing fire. And -hmm. then the waterbenders can do a crazy cool thing called bloodbending, where they can take the water inside your body and control you. So, I mean, there are very very cool yeah. subsets to all and health i figured
1: the water benders would or you know i figured they'd be kind of like your psychic ones out of them yeah and i would think of the air as kind of i would think of the air being like lightning like i would think that of being like your storm well, like close to like storm you know like from x-men Airbender could deal. fly yeah okay
0: like that was their ultimate okay is they just there's a <laughs> character in the show called zaheer And he was like, "Let go of all earthly attachment," and he just steps off the fucking mountainside and goes, took off into the air. I was like,
3: oh, it's so cool!"
0: (laughs) It's fucking awesome. I never thought of airbenders being cool because you only see like monks, the passive aggressive, Mm -hmm. until this one guy was like, "Fuck it, I'm an airbender and I'm evil as shit."
1: I see. So speaking of, (laughs) he wasn't evil.
0: He was a. He was like a. He. he, I love Korra.
2: He's not an evil Ang. He what he wanted was for all people to be free. Like go back and watch it. He yeah, is no. almost like uh, Amon. Yeah, where he like his whole he's an anarchist. He's an insurrection anarchist. Like I most identify with the villain Zahir because he is very much like they. He's a he's a revolutionary. He's he wants to use his airbending to set binders and non non-binders free like that's his whole thing is no i want everyone to be a bender i want everyone to be equal i want all to be free and he goes so Duh. far that he
1: starts Duh.
0: murdering people <laughs> and he want you know his end game is to kill the avatar so there's no more avatars yeah
1: gotcha yeah
2: so you'd go with earth though
1: yeah yeah i mean that's the one that i like that's the one that i naturally go with um I mean, secondary probably would be. It would probably be air, more than likely. Now, would you? That'd be that'd be my secondary one. That like as a backup.
0: Let's take it. You're born in this world, and you just wake up and find out. You know, one day, because I think it's like a purity thing. I don't know if you can do bending from a young age. Yeah. You don't know how but many uh, midi are involved. No, I don't, I, I'm not exact. I think six, seven hundred. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> would you try to? expand on your skills would you be content with living out your life and just you know being able to hit the ground and kind of trip somebody if you wanted to fuck with them (laughs) would you be this great hero and use your skills for the best that you could be or would you find yourself you know being a little evil and taking it to the max rob banks hell maybe you're a megalomaniac and secretly (laughs) wanted to give your hand at taking over the world (laughs) owning texas i don't know
1: I see. Um I guess that I I would probably like expand on my skills for a while, you know. Like I would definitely like if I woke up and I had like a certain level of powers like that, like I would um probably work on them for a while, you know. I don't know uh how fast it would go, but once I got a good hold on it, like once like I'm like pretty damn good at it, then I guess I would um yeah, I'd probably do a little bit of a hero thing. I'd do a little bit of a hero thing. Like, I don't know if I'd be like um, the the Superman of the plant kingdom, <laughs> but um, I mean, I would definitely use my powers for good. I, w- I would say
0: I would get lost. I feel like I would be, and it's funny I, I mentioned <laughs> this with the the Radagast of the like. I would just kind of <laughs> go off and be this crazy. Yeah. Firebender, and there was one guy I can't remember his name. The like the guy who was dressed like the Hun who had the big fuzzy hat and uh. he was part of the firebending and then left and then later <laughs> showed up at the very, very end of the season finale. I can't remember with, uh, the, the, the White Lotus, head. yeah, yeah. Like, there was so there was one guy who totally wasn't like any of the other firebenders because inherently all the firebenders were evil. I oh, mean, they okay. all believed in megalomania, dominant, that they were a better species, very Hitler esque. Kind of were better than everybody thinks, and so there's one guy who was an awesome badass firebender, but he learned how to do the. He didn't use anger and rage to fuel his fire. He used passion and you know a lot of softer emotions oh, to, okay. and he did brilliant things with fire, things that nobody else could do. Yeah, he, he could make. He went to
1: Italian fire. restaurants and was like <laughs> dim lighting throughout the. <laughs> so,
0: what do you want? A rustic fire? Hmm? How about a chutney? Let's put on some Sinatra. <laughs> but he could make, like, fire tornadoes. Yeah. And he would make these just giant oh, fire okay. vortexes and send them off. And gotcha. so I would be, like, I figured people would come to me and be like, please teach me, and I'd be this crazy wise, wise like, fire sage. <laughs> gotcha. That's okay. what I'd ultimately like to go down into. Yeah. So I, I, might, I might have this one, you know, like, that one battle that defines who you are, mm-hmm. and then I would hermit and disappear. And, like, people would come and be like, <laughs> kind of like the kill bill style where you have to go train with the old master yeah and you can't fucking back talk him or he'll incinerate you to a crisp <laughs> yeah that would be me i'd be like all right let's see if you can handle
1: this you I'd just burn like, off their flip-flops <laughs> on a daily basis just like oh i'm out." that's my third set of flip-flops <laughs>
0: you want to eat with your hands you eat with the dogs
3: Dude.
2: <laughs> Dude. what about you chris um i mean i i I've thought about this a few times, and I, I think that I have no choice in it, and I would probably be an airbender. Like if I am definitely getting bender powers, it's probably airbending, and it is because it it walks that line between passiveness and aggressiveness. Like that, watching the way that Aang, the Avatar in um uh, the Last Airbender, the first the first series. Like, the way that he uses air is very... Okay, I'm gonna trip you here, I'm gonna throw you up into the air, and then I'm gonna let you land very softly, and if you fuck with me again, I'm just gonna throw an air punch at you from far away. It's more about, like, putting the enemy down rather than causing immense amounts of pain. And then you get into uh, the Korra series when you see Zaheer actually use airbending disgustingly. Like, there's a scene where he uh he walks up to a queen, an empress,
1: just and Just, like, makes her skirt blow up like Marilyn Monroe style. <laughs> he surrounds her head
2: with a, an air bubble and then sucks all of the air
0: out of her lungs with it. Damn. So it's like a huge vacuum that he just puts over her head, like, almost like an astronaut helmet, but it's a vortex of air, and she just... it just chokes her out. Yeah.
1: Or Marilyn.
2: Yeah, it, it's, it's pretty... <laughs> Fucked up. I also like the type of martial art that they use uh, to like, express the air bending. There's
1: a lots of high kicks.
2: It's a lot of it's no lotus jump style. punches. It's Think a lot of circle. Y- yeah, it's a lot of circle movements. Oh, okay. Like the way that they walk, they walk in small circles in a big circle around their opponent. Uh, so it's a lot, and it's a lot of windmill movements. It's a lot of big hands.
0: Good example of that gotcha. would be the Wing Chun style, Kung Fu Wing Chun. Jet Li is oh that's okay what he's proficient for, and yeah. it's those large, exaggerated swoops, yeah. and sweeps where that everything, everything they do, even if they're just taking a step, looks fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, ah, oh, I want to do that. <laughs> Why?
2: Also, I would just like the ability to, um, anytime I have a dramatic moment, to uh, cast wind upon myself <laughs> and blow my hair. Through the That's wind, so one. I can look very intense
3: cool.
0: <laughs> and cool. You're always stoic. It's all. <laughs> so, it, would you be. Would you use your powers for good or evil? I mean. Or would you stick to the Zaheer path of the revolutionary?
2: I, I, I If I'm in a uh, world like that where revolution is constantly happening, I'm probably. Becoming the revolutionary hero. The revolutionary hero.
0: <laughs> the revolutionary here.
2: Well, I, I mean, you know, one man's revolutionary is another man's hero. One man's revolutionary is another man's villain. Yeah, that's, and that's just the truth of how the world works. But that world is very run by uh, needless hierarchies and um, kings and queens that.
0: Yeah, it's a very monarchical, if that's a word. Yeah. Uh, earth. Yeah. World. So, so yeah. it, it,
2: it very goes Sounds against like my it. ideals as they stand.
0: <laughs> Hell i'd fucking trade it all and be a lion turtle what is it a life bender or whatever the hell he gives ang at the very end when he yeah. steals the bending away a be
1: lion cool. turtle basically that sounds the, amazing the
0: bending elements <laughs> back in the day before there was an avatar the elements came from lion turtles there were four lion turtles and now, are each... these
1: turtles with like what pops out is like the head of a lion yeah
0: yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. What? And, and they
1: are, are
2: turtles that are big enough to have like cities on them. cities on like huge cities. Okay.
0: So, like, everybody in this city, this was the rides earth, on a turtle. This lion. is the earth bending turtle lion. And then you had a fire bending turtle lion. And when they would go off in what they called the spirit world, they were granted the element to fight the spirits where they're going and looking for food and hunting. And then when they come back, they give the element back to the turtle, and they go back to the city and they're safe. And then at some point, one left, gathered all four of the elements from all the lion turtles and became the avatar or the bridge between the humans and the spirit world. Okay. To try to create peace. Gotcha. Interestingly enough, (laughs) the elements that y'all picked are neither of what your elements say that you should be. So you being a, a Scorpio, your horoscope element is water. And
1: really, for a scorpion, and then your your
0: Chinese (laughs) element actually is earth, so your backup element was you. Oh, okay. You are water and earth as well. I guess I didn't ask you your backup element, but I thought that was interesting that neither of your guys kind of flow or style followed with.
1: I say because in in Chinese astrology, um, I know that my birthday because they do it by the year as well, not just by the month. Yeah, and I'm a dragon, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's is all is all dragon is dragon? Would dragon be? Fi- I think the dragon would be fire. Nah,
0: dragon's earth. Dragon is earth. Yeah. Oh, okay,
1: okay, Both, I gotcha.
0: All of 1988 is dragon, and that would be earth, just like the tiger is fire.
1: Okay, that makes so, sense. So
0: I, I thought that was crazy. I thought that was cool. That uh, and
1: what? What about you?
0: I I wanted to be fire, like if okay. I had my pick, it would be fire. But they had me as air. Okay. If I went by Libra for my okay. horoscope, and then if I go by Tiger, I am actually fire. So okay. they call it, it's a special kind of fire. They called a Yuang fire. So I don't. I didn't get to look into it. I don't know if that's something cool or if that's just like. It, I mean, fire. it sounds if it, pretty cool. If that just is roll uh, with fire it. For Chinese right? <laughs> well, I'm part of the
1: Yuang fire. And yeah. I guess my, my backup
2: would probably end up being water. Water. Yeah. yeah. If I had to choose a backup, I would I would go with water.
1: You, uh, yeah, would, you seem like well. a water kind of like a... You have that weird brain thing going on, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Ever since I saw
0: bloodbending, water would definitely be my backup. Yeah. Like, I would love to see a fucking master waterbender who bloodbends and doesn't have to wait for a full moon, which is a little thing about the bloodbending, go against a master firebender and see what the fuck's up with that. Like, that would be an hmm. epic...
2: epic Watch, well, like, the epic, other cool fight. things that they can do. Like, the waterbender, the, uh, the bloodbender, the first bloodbender they show you, before she starts bloodbending, she goes out in the light of a full moon and sucks the water out of all of the flowers around her and Gosh. turns them into small daggers and uses them... Like, Paper just cuts. little small water droplets that are sharpened. It's, it's fucking cool. She's basically... <laughs> gotcha.
0: She was a waterbender from the water tribe and was kidnapped by the fire nation oh okay. and had to learn how to use water when there's no water around
1: oh okay
0: so she was chained up for like 10 years and found the water inside the rats and started bloodbending the rats oh And used okay. the rats to eat through her chains to get out
3: gotcha and then she <laughs>
0: bloodbended a guard to get his keys to get out of the next lock and then she learned how to just pull fucking water out of thin air the molecules of the water right yeah. out of the air so it was really <laughs> cool though they whoever was writing on that had a lot of fun and they really 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 went like super deep with some of the stuff
2: yeah they, they got to take some time in the world building and lore of that i love avatar for its world building yeah it sounds
1: badass <laughs> you,
0: you should sit down and watch it at some point Yeah, don't ever watch M. Night Shyamalan, because it'll forever taint the (laughs) Avatar, but watch the Avatar cartoon, and then watch Legend of Korra, and they were both very, very, very well done.
3: Yeah.
2: Okay. (laughs) Good-ass fucking cartoons. All right. (laughs) I wanted to know what you think your theme song is. And, I mean, that's, like, a really broad topic. So I tried to nail it down to, uh, like, if we were to do a live show, Mm -hmm. like, what would you want the people who love you the most out of all of our wonderful, wonderful trash people out there? What you want them to sing along with you as you're walking to the mic?
1: Oh, okay.
2: Like, your your theme song, what you are. And, And, yeah, I... I don't know, Uh, like it changes so much as you like get older, because I I immediately go to my younger days, like my my theme song when I was probably 20 to 21 was an atmosphere song, Uh, either God Loves Ugly or something off of that album
1: yeah yeah
2: and while i still identify with that song oh, i don't think that it's
1: i, I sing it i sing it out probably twice a week on my <laughs> way to work <laughs> i won't call it my theme song anymore but like i definitely relate <laughs> I, mean, I i do
2: wear my scars like the rings on a pimp
1: i live life like the captain of a sinking ship
2: yeah there's no other <laughs> way that i can guarantee that i'm like a stepping race i suggest you stay fair with me but anyway <laughs>
1: yes Paying dues for so long, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we're not. Yeah, we're not doing this. <laughs> not this time. See, <laughs> uh, the. All right, well, Go ahead I'll.
3: and
2: take it here Oh, did you call? it Did you have a theme? Like, oh, what okay.
1: Your... Uh, well, I mean, uh, I, I wasn't trying to interrupt you, but uh, yeah, nah, like I, the I way.
2: Lost my
1: train of thought. So I I you. got you. Well, all right. Like the way I thought of it when you said uh, like a theme song, I was like, there's really no one theme song i can like really nail down and say that is me um like a hundred percent of the time yeah yeah, so like what i did is i kind of broke it down to um i have like my my introduction and like into a room of people like if i were to open the door on my life sitcom and like a theme song starts playing it would probably be Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Heart Club Band. Really? Yeah, like that would be like I open the door and everyone's like, "Hi," and you know, like that, <laughs> this like is that's the song. Ian, this Yeah. Is, this is you, all right? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. I was gonna say that's like my like I open the door, everyone's like, "Hi," in because I go to bars where everyone knows my name, <laughs> uh, mostly my friend's house. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, like that. Uh, that's like my that's my introduction song, I guess you okay. could say would be Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Heart Club Band. And um
2: why is Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Heart like why?
1: I just, you know, it's it's just such a good song. Like that's like that's like it describes me like I feel that sometimes I am Sergeant Pepper, you know? Yeah. Like I I don't know. I just something about that song, I feel that way when I walk into a room full of people. Like besides the sheer panic and terror. <laughs> Like this is how I feel. Make you smile. It is <laughs> yes, to you. The act you all known for years. Sergeant the Pepper's, Pepper's Lonely, Lonely Hearts Club Band. Band. Exactly. Yeah, like that that 100% like that sums it up. <laughs> that sums me up pretty good. So like that's my introduction's theme song, you know. <laughs> but like all right so that's like when i walk into the room but like say i've been hanging out for a while and like it's you know it's getting close to time for me to bounce i'm thinking i'm getting a little bit hangry yeah so it's time for me to go kill a ham sandwich like go to subway and hold that foot long hostage you know Uh like what pops into my like head when like for my theme song for like when i'm angry like it's it's um run the jewels you know, it's that one where they're like, Nobody, nobody speak, nobody get joked. You know that song? Hey, y'all wanna hear a good choke? Nobody speak, nobody, nobody get, get joked. joked. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> so you're saying that you're a bag of dicks?
1: <laughs> Picture this, I'm a bag of yeah. licks. Put me on your shit. I'm a dick. ba do dooba dooba Yeah, this is it though. Like when I'm staring at like that sandwich and I'm like yeah, <laughs>
2: I mean, I don't know. I, I think that that is, that is a far better introduction theme song than anything. I know,
1: but when in a
0: door on a about party. To say, I feel like you're about to be an E and just fucking <laughs> Ian is here. Just
1: like that's <gasps> kind of how I. I'm like, a bag of like, dicks. Yeah, <laughs> like that's what I like. I like that's me at the subway counter while I'm ordering. Like while I know I'm this on isn't
0: the line, board. but since you always drink cheap beer, I can. Compi- you kick it in. I'm a bag of dicks, Six pack of slits.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The, the the lyrics interchange, but it's this song. Yeah. Like the lyrics the lyrics change in my mind like the situation dependent, but it's that I'm song. I'm a bag of dicks,
2: Six pack <laughs> of schlitz, <laughs> Put it <laughs> to your lips.
1: I am oh, I am uh, for me. I am I am so great. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Let me wash away this hate.
3: <laughs>
2: you want to hear a good joke? <laughs> oh god! Why did the two shoes talk to each other?
1: Oh, dude, that's a funny one. That's because a funny they jo-
2: like to converse.
0: Chris! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good I, shoe I, joke. I thought long and hard about this, and I couldn't come up with one song that was like the theme oh. song whenever I walk and- in. I kind of came up with period songs i guess that describe different points in my life yeah yeah so if i was a kid because i was so influenced by will ferrell and jim carrey and things like that uh i could see myself totally jamming out tonight at the roxbury all the time (laughs) with my stupid my stupid haircut and the stupid kids clothes that I had no choice in picking out with my head rocking to the side. Dude. Bam, 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 Until <laughs> uh, I broke the glass. Then uh, once, once I got a little bit older, I got, um, uh, I started working out a lot and I started working at a gym and I became this beautiful, glorious God specimen <laughs> that had rippling abs and muscles upon muscles. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> there you <laughs> go, <Nigel laughs> Roxbury. Yeah. yeah. No more. I'll forever see Chris Catan and Will Ferrell break yeah. the windows. Oh, not again. <laughs> and then, as I beefed up from a scrawny 155 in high school to a nice 210 when I worked at LA Fitness, my theme song had to have been Right Said Fred, I'm Too Sexy. <laughs> uh,. I was the personification of what people now call a fuckboy. I didn't give a shit. I was gonna do what I was gonna do and I let the music do.
1: You let the music do. Music
0: do, do, music do. I actually have a funny story where I came into a a party after I got off work. I just changed. This is back when I used to wear Wranglers cowboy boots. Now,
1: when you change back in those days, it's it's all just it's, like it, a Velcro. It's all just
0: Velcro. It was right? a quick like,
1: like you just walk in. I'm gonna change. <laughs> I, I wore
0: the uh, the Pearl Snap shirts for the easy on and off access, and I came into a house party. And I only told one person I was coming, but literally they must have had the fucking music on standby because right as I walk through the door, this song plays and a chick runs over and pulls my shirt off. Yeah, it was at the height of those glory no-clothes days. Uh, So then progressing a little bit forward, we move past the so much hokey as I went through a nice journey in my life where... I ended up having kids at a young age. I was with somebody who was my high school sweetheart. All that shit didn't work out, so then I had to deal with kind of life and how to grow up really, really fast when shit hit the fan. Yeah. And there's a song out right now by Lucas Graham, and it's called Seven Years Old. And (laughs) I feel like it's, it's a great song about how different people in your life at different time points will tell you what you should be doing. And you really never figure out what you should be doing until like thirty. Yeah. Like you really yeah. have no fucking clue. Like he says at seven years old, his mom told him out told him go out and get friends. At eleven years old, his dad told him, You better get married, or you're gonna be fucking lonely. <laughs> at twenty years old, him and his friends were out doing stupid shit. At thirty years old, his friends changed, so he lost a lot of the people he yeah. thought were friends. He kept his core of friends and he went with him on his journey and at 30 years old he's now famous he's telling his story to everybody else some of his friends are off doing other famous stuff yeah and then it continues along the lines of when he grows up to be 60 years old you know now he's 61 he wants to outlive his dad who died at 60. so he's just got all these sounds like mission
1: accomplished (laughs) i mean hey (laughs) that's one thing down all right there you go and
0: so you know he thinks he's got shit figured out at 30 but really he doesn't have it figured out at 30 he's just now starting to figure it out
1: you're just done fucking up so bad that's what it is (laughs) (laughs)
0: so these were some these were some powerful lyrics they hit me i was like ah, you know i could definitely see my life kind of going that way yeah and then for i don't have a song for where i am now so much as where i want to be i love the band blue october i like the lead singer his journey he went through a crazy heroin addiction And his mom kind of helped him and his family and his support system through the whole side, and he's actually made it out He's one of those stars who started in the dark dark place and found the light at the end of the tunnel He's also hometown born and he's hometown born and he's got a song called uh, home And I (laughs) I would love to Fucking learn how to play the guitar put on some jeans and a (laughs) t-shirt Go out on stage and sing this song with my family and friends And it just talks, it talks about how he learned, how much, how much he learned from his journey that he's got, you know, he came out the other side, he's got his family, he's got his friends with him, his family, or his, you know, he's got his kids, he's no longer dealing with the addiction, and, uh, he's got a sexy voice, too. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that's where I would eventually want to be, and I want to have, I want to have it all figured out in a perfect world, I'd be able to go steal my kids from their mom. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, they'd be with me, and they'd have to go see her every other Thursday. <laughs> so, this is just kind of end-all. It's kind of the white picket fence story. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, you went through so much shit, but you learned everything along the way, and now you're here. And I just, I want to be there one day. Gotcha, I think that'll man. Be, that'll be the ultimate, the ultimate gift will be, hey, you fucking made it. Congratulations.
2: Huh.
0: Got- I like that. <laughs> really do.
2: So... I had to fucking, I started with a list of probably about 20 to 30 songs, and then I had to narrow it down to two bands. (laughs) So from there I went through, the two bands were um, The Mountain Goats, which is this really cool indie folk scene that I'm just crazy into, and the other one is folk punk, Pat the Bunny. (laughs) From there I narrowed it down to a good eight songs.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: because I just can't focus. Just, on it. It's just it's, a like, good half
1: a CD, you know. It's hard <laughs> to fucking
2: narrow it down. Oh no. Because like, I mean, I started thinking that I was fuck shit up. And I still am fuck shit up on a good day.
0: Yeah, we just fuck shit up in moderation now.
2: Yeah. But it also it, it starts with one of my favorite lyrics. I don't believe in cops bosses or politicians politicians. (laughs) some call that anarchism i call it (laughs) and he goes on to say but tonight we're gonna fuck shit up tonight we're gonna fuck shit up but i don't think that's me on any given day that's me in moments yeah so then i thought okay well chris your fucking bipolar is all shit you're a different person on any given day
0: oh boy what's about to happen here
2: well i went on to think <laughs> what i'm really into is spent gladiator 2 by the mountain goats because this song is more about how like like a spent gladiator you have to crawl through the coliseum to continue on and just stay alive like that's the that's the end of this song is just stay alive no matter what you do stay alive Flash jump in front of trains get bad tattoos (laughs) but stay alive yeah (laughs) um i think my favorite lyric from this one is uh like a prize fighter who's been told it's finally time for him to quit show up in shining colors and then stand there and get hit (laughs) spit some blood at the camera because i think that that is The philosophy more of the show and like how we've gotten here, it's the same as like you're seven years old. I'm 30 now. Like I have been through hell. I've lost (laughs) limbs, I've lost blood, I've lost friends, but I keep going.
1: I regrew a thumb this last year. (laughs) (laughs) Just stay alive. So what I actually
2: landed on in the end.
0: This is this is this is the ultimate number one relating to now.
2: Relating to now.
0: Relating to now, okay.
2: It's called I Don't Know. It's by Pat the Bunny. Okay. And I think that it, because it, it I don't know. You know, people come to me because I talk a big game about anarchism. I talk a big game about politics. So people do ask me, like, how do we do it? Like, what, what is it that we do? How do we get from here to your dream ideal of everybody being free and facing each other?
0: Eco-terrorism. I don't know.
2: <laughs> and I, I
0: just, just mustard just gas. Class.
2: I just don't fucking Agent
3: know.
2: <laughs> and, and he he goes through it saying like uh, oh. I think my favorite lyric from this one is um, there's not enough windows in the world to change the world, but at least one could be maybe enough for some dignity. Like there's not enough you can't break enough windows to actually do anything. Like rioting no. and, breaking it's yeah, and it's all Yeah, and burning things isn't going to save set us free. But maybe one can be just enough to take back a little bit. To... <laughs> I don't
0: know. I just don't know. <laughs> On your uh, I'm bipolar as fuck rant, I just thought about, do you think Outcast is the most beautiful personification of a bipolar person?
1: I mean, it's just like bi- as po-
0: a group. It's bipolar done great. Dude, yeah, I... I mean, Big Boy and Andre 3000 Styles are so yeah, fucking different. It's that's lo- true. It's... it's it's i like never two thought of it as of the bipolar. same coin
1: i never thought of them as bipolar in that sense but yeah i mean i suppose I mean, you're yeah really, maybe not, not
0: individually but I no mean, yeah that's no but together together yeah is very
2: like it's, it's bipolar not in the medical term but it's on yeah, two yeah. poles <laughs> and if i'm on a manic day i go with lovecraft in brooklyn because nothing that's... is as manic as lovecraft in brooklyn and if you don't know the history of lovecraft when his time in brooklyn was his most paranoid. He couldn't trust anybody, any other person. He couldn't be around other people, and that's when he got to his most racist and most sexist was being there. Okay. Are you saying...
0: But you're, like, the complete opposite of sexist in But racist. I'm
2: very... Para- like I can be very... Pa- like uh, This song more is, like, what it feels like to be paranoid. In, a, in the heat of a mania, where, ah, like, okay, I got if you. you listen to the guitars, it feels like, to me... Like my skin is crawling. It feels like my teeth are chattering, and the lyrics are very like. Yeah. The only person that I can talk to is the guy who asked me for a cigarette. The uh, and w- when the I go to the pawn shop to buy a switchblade, and the woman behind me asks me if I'm okay, and I'm going through all these uh, like aliens could come down. There there's a there's a there's a meteor coming to us right now. There's fascists in the White House. I feel like Lovecraft in Brooklyn.
1: I see.
3: in <laughs>
0: all like, this musical inspiration, I, I think I found my theme song. Oh yeah? Yes. Thunderstruck by ACDC. <laughs>
1: Dude, that's that song ran through my mind, Thunderstick. I love that song. Thunder, because thunder that's stick. what they that's what they say. That's what they that's the lyrics. Thunderstick, da, 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 da.
3: Thunderstick. The
1: yeah.
0: And an even better version, they don't sing it quite as well. If I if they could take the audio from the lead singer and put it on the the hillbilly performance where like they all show up on farm tractors and like (laughs) coon fur hats and break out spoons and like one dude using the tractor to like and they make the whole song out of Thunderstruck and then you get the lead singer of (laughs) ACDC to sing on top of that that would be
1: fun. Oh Bond Scott out of his grave be like <laughs> you you suck. got a show to do in ten minutes. That's how this works <laughs> with you magicians, with you uh, musicians. <laughs> there was one you, you're Brooklyn song that. I didn't actually get to my last song because I had my uh, walking through the door song and I had my uh, lunchtime song. <laughs> so my end of the day song, like when the day's over, I have two. If it's been a sad day, it's um hurt by Johnny Cash just so I can stare at the sun and drink whiskey. And then uh but if it's been a happy day, I, what I do like right before I go to bed, like just as I'm dozing off, I'll turn on Dr Dr. No Sleep Till Brooklyn Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I turn on no sleep till Brooklyn from the now, Beastie wait, Boys. It wasn't so. hurt.
0: That's that's nine, nine inch
1: nails gross. originally. Yeah. But, but I listen no, it's so much sadder to listen no, he, to, uh, it's so much uh, sadder to Johnny and... Cash. Hell, it's, it's really done yeah trent is...
2: reznor has given that song posthumously to, like I, yeah uh, he has actually said that's a johnny cash song oh okay.
0: that, gotcha. that's a
2: johnny cash song now that's
0: cool yeah well i mean, I mean such it's such a great fucking song to do and it was literally right before he died too oh yeah yeah so i mean and his fucking story is a tragedy like oh, that man. that's a tragedy yeah that's a sad, that's, the... that's
1: my sad day song that's the end <laughs> of the day staring at the sun drinking whiskey wondering will i go blind from this now Maybe. there was like a <laughs>
0: like a two year stint where i could have used rehab sitting at a bar as my theme song because i used to drink a lot yeah and i <laughs> could have de- i did you could find me in any hole in the wall bar around spring and that was that was my ode to and i got fucked up angry and i'd come home and kick shit over how how much
1: like how many times like speaking of theme songs like the typical theme song for any bar in houston at any given moment like when i walk into a bar although i hate it i know that i love this bar is going to be playing like at full volume you
0: you're get i love this bar to yeah. get rehab sitting at a bar you're going to get um, tequila oh, makes her clothes fall off who don't sings forget closing that. time
1: Oh, no. Simisonic. Yeah, that, they, I think, there, is that Simisonic? I believe yep, so.
0: Closing time.
1: Closing uh, time. Nose ring time. i probably get some form of
0: Everclear going on. Oh, man. That guy misses oh, he his dad. Oh, he misses
1: his dad so much, it <laughs> makes me miss my dad, you know? <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. No, there's definitely like a core Daddy
1: walked away with his songs. boots. <laughs> I forget how the songs go. <laughs>
2: my daddy left me when i was six years old
1: (laughs) it's oddly scared of people in there (laughs) father of mine
2: (laughs) (laughs) i just closed my eyes and the world world disappeared disappeared. god that 42 year old man was so sad about his dad leaving yeah dude
1: like as i got old like when i was like when when i was like you're
0: grabbing somebody and you're singing it right to their face (laughs)
1: father of mine
0: (laughs) and then you might cry
2: yeah yeah you're crying with a stranger I
1: mean I mean that's what you do at bars what do you do it's just
0: hot in the bar sweaty
1: god or too much salt on that last margarita (laughs) (laughs) miss my daddy though you
0: spit that lyric into my eye god where'd you go daddy
1: (laughs) send me five dollars on a postcard that doesn't that lyric doesn't make sense (laughs)
2: scared white boy in a black neighborhood. Yeah, he really
1: made sure to say black like that. I remember uncomfortable. white
0: privilege it was taken away from me.
1: <laughs> Daddy left me in poverty. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, jeez. <laughs>
0: what have you learned today, Chris? Oh, man. Yeah, we are uh, we are there. What have I learned today?
2: I learned that uh, we should probably start making up more lyrics to songs because we have so much fun with that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I also learned that we're all like very open about the fact that we're kind of depressed individuals. <laughs> we
0: keep each other happy.
2: <laughs> and our music tastes are very, very varied. Uh, they're quite across the board. They are all over
0: the board, but that's cool. You get to listen to different stuff.
2: And I like to wonder, uh, and this is probably a topic for another show, or just to think about, since we all have these different themes for ourselves, if we are introducing the show in a live venue, what song introduces the show?
1: Oh, okay.
2: What'd you learn today, Ian?
1: Oh, all right. Today, I mean, I learned that... um i'm supposed to be a uh you said a firebender, right you are correct oh water Water all right so uh, yeah like i'm supposed to be like in the water which is crazy because i am terrified of the water (laughs) like that that's that to me is a surprise that's news to me there's no
2: buckets of jellyfish in the water though
1: what? No, that's where they live. Like you're not going to find like, like if there's jellyfish on the ground, we have a problem. Like,
2: a bucket uh, bucket. <laughs> like, it's not, yeah, it's not a bucket. They're like spread out.
1: You can, oh, you man. You can
2: wave them away.
1: Oh, so I can whisk the water but not get the jellyfish? Okay. I
0: mean, that's the general idea here. We're okay. just trying not to get stuck.
1: Kind of like the opposite of SpongeBob's net. Okay. Yeah, Spongebob, the ultimate uh, waterbender. Yeah. You can blow the best bubbles. <laughs> Why that yellow man won't stop fucking with that octopus? So.
0: Good
3: question.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What'd you learn today, Chris? Uh, don't get into a fight with the moon, even if you have three days to do it. Chances are you're probably still going to die. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good point.
2: I mean, the whole thing is you don't have three days. De- There's only three days until the moon crashes down upon the earth. And you, uh, each dungeon takes about three days to get through. You gotta reset the time and go back. It's so fucked up. There's no way you can get through it if you got trapped there.
1: Dude, yeah, you I, the I fight the moon every night, and every time I die. <laughs> every <Yeah>. time. <night. laughs> fuck you, moon. Dude. See you tomorrow. Dude.
2: Uh, I like this episode. I like a, a, a. I think we need more good random episodes like this. This
0: was. This was a nice. It was nice to be able to just kind of talk about whatever the fuck you wanted. To yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, any last words, folks? Uh, that's all, folks.
3: Good night, everyone!
2: Other shows quite like it, check out our website, bonushours.com.
0: I'm a bag of dicks, six pack of slits.